0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Owning a small business can be overwhelming. How can your business stand out and
1: connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. There's so many places to reach customers. Email, text messages, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, live events. The list goes on. How are you, as the business owner, expected to own all of those channels? That's where Constant Contact comes in to help. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. I use this to grow my email list, and you should too. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. the Pat Mayo experience presented by DraftKings 2021 Farmers Insurance Open. First look research and we're doing up a lineup review like I talked about last week and it's not going great as we speak right now but at least we have more time to go through. We still have round four before I'm recording this so hopefully uh, things will turn out for the better because I have no idea who has won the American Express at this point. There's like 25 guys within five strokes of the lead so it's a complete crapshoot at this point. Who can get a hot putter on the go? That's what I'm hoping one of my guys will end up doing. So we'll see how it ends up going. Want to remind everyone to smash the like button. Give me your early lean in the comment section. And I am doing a $100 giveaway this week for people who listen to the audio version of this show now i'd like to do it for people on spotify and people on google and wherever you listen to your podcast but frankly the only one you can really track is apple Podcasts. so even if you're a video listener and you want to get into this draw subscribe to the pat mayo experience audio podcast remember to download the episodes that are up there but the important part that you do beyond subscribing really is leave a five-star review and leave your twitter handle or an email address just some way i can contact you in case you end up winning and we will have a draw for a hundred DK bucks. Or not a DK bucks, just a hundred American dollars. That's you know, Paypality or something like that. That's the giveaway for the week. Let's juice up those reviews for the week. A similar contest is going on for the Dogger Pass podcast right now, the UFC show on Mayo Media Network. So if you wanna to try to double dip on it, that winner will be announced the following week when UFC ends up returning, following the Connor card, but ratings in reviews, five stars. Like I mentioned, that's what you wanna do. The Listeners League link is in the description, that is open. It's up to 3,000 spots this week. So let's fill that quickly and make it even bigger going forward. $15 to play, 3 max entry, no rake, making it the best tournament on DraftKings. And I should let you know that all of the information provided today will be from FantasyNational.com. Football's almost over, and maybe you're not into the NBA, or maybe you're not into hockey, although you should check out the hockey show on Mayo Media Network, by the way. Fantasy Hockey Picks and bets. I mean, what could be a better SEO title than that? Go check that out. But golf is really coming to the forefront right now. We're starting to get stronger fields. All the guys are returning. We have Torrey, we have Pebble, we have Riviera, WGC, the players, the Florida Swing, then the Masters was almost here. It's a very jam-packed three months. So fantasynational.com slash Mayo gets you 20% off. And if you're betting more than like $10 a week, playing more than $10 a week on DraftKings, highly hope... Or I highly suggest that you end up go going to do that. And if somehow Chase Seifert ends up winning the American Express, uh, Fantasy National will have paid my membership for like the next 30 years. So let's go Chase Seifert. See if you can pull this one through for us. What else do I got to say? Oh, the European Tour Pick Show. Shout out to Tom and Sky. Uh, successful first week. They had a Lipsky Top 5. And when you have Rory... And Fleetwood and Hatton come inside the top five, uh, hitting a lipsky out of nowhere. Actually, the Mark Warren long putt on 18 really kind of sunk the overall odds. It could have been even bigger, but shout out to them on that. They will return on Monday evening on Mayo Media Network. If you're curious about DraftKings and the betting side of the European Tour, remember to rate, review, all that stuff. Smash the like, subscribe to the channel. Uh, it's fun. Let's get into the actual stuff right now, though. Tory Pines, the site of the 2021 U.S. Open, but that's not really what we're here to talk about today, because the difference between this, I mean, obviously the rough length and the U.S.G.A. setup is going to be way different. Almost like we saw the year that Woodland ended up winning at Pebble Beach, uh, where they had played, you know, the the three course event in the pro am for Pebble Beach earlier that year, and the course looked really nothing like it did when it came around to the U.S. Open, really trim fairways, uh, and I would expect this to look more like when Tiger won here in 2008 against Rocco in the playoff. So. There's also a split between courses this week. You have the North course, you have the South course. The South course is where the U.S. Open will be held, and that's where three of the rounds are going to come this week for the Farmers Insurance Open. And the North course tends to play a little bit easier. This tends to be an advantage uh, in showdown contests. This happened at the American Express this week as well. Uh, And again, it's not to say that guys can't go low at the South course. It's just that more guys are going to go lower at the North course. So you might as well just stack those up uh, and be on your way. If we just look at the overall courses, Uh, Par 72 for both. Uh, The south course is almost 7,700 yards. Again, that's where three of the rounds will be played. And it has shot tracker on POA greens. So at least for three of the rounds, you'll be able to track your guys. The north course, no such luxury on that front. There is no shot tracker, but it's only 7,250 yards. So significantly shorter, still a par 72. Uh, They generate about the same. I mean, there's more eagles on the north, but there's just not a ton of eagles at this course anyway. Realistically, the one where you see the most Eagles on the south course is on number 18. At least you have a few more opportunities on the north course. Uh, it plays as bent grass. Uh, that's just a, a change that's been made. I should probably go look into it to see if they've actually changed the greens for the south course for the U.S. Open, but I'm pretty sure they're sticking with POA this time around. So for showdown contest, just target the north and you'll be good to go. Let's jump over to the field for the Farmer's Insurance Open. Like I mentioned, it's pretty stacked. Not as stacked as maybe you'd think. Obviously, no Tiger, because he's dealing with that back surgery. But if we just sort by strokes gained totally, you see Rom, Xander, our guy Harris English. He's up in this conversation right now. Uh, Finau, Scheffler, who we'll get to when I do my lineup review, I'm not very pleased with. Didn't realize he had a club switch I uh, wish that could have been reported before he was you know missing the cut but Patrick Reed Matsuyama Matthew Wolf Corey Connors for the first time this season Sam Burns coming off of burning everyone this week Hovlin's back in action we got Rory McElroy coming over from the Middle East coming off a I think he ended up coming second not a great Sunday for Rory but he had a top five finish over there see Wu, see if he can close it out Brooks is back in the field cam Davis and Grio both putting up a nice fight obviously sung JM is playing then you got Adam Scott Scott, Jason Day for the first time this year. We're back to Ryan Palmer, who I do like this week. He's been very good at this course over the years. Bub Rub, he's won here before, and he came top 10 a year ago. Got Kokrak back on the docket. Uh, who's good that we're missing down here? We've got Louie, uh, Billy Horschel, Charlie Hoffman. We'll see if he ends up playing as he ended up WDing with a back injury from the American Express. Ditto for Harold Werner. He was originally in the field at the American Express, but withdrew before the tournament started. More Lonto, more Glover... Carlos Ortiz Woodland uh, coming off a we at least at least through three rounds he's looked pretty good could not make a putt on Saturday and the irons and driving have been very good we see Fowler with a bit of a rebound the Farmers Insurance guy anyway so like I said a pretty stacked field is there anyone I'm missing from down here let's see CT the Panama I feel like he's done well here in the past well I just want to give a quick look to CT Pan see how he's doing. Uh, Molinari is back in. Uh, maybe he can pull out a win for me. That'd be nice. Nice to have a triple digit hit to go off of it. Uh, Adam Hadwin, Ben Ann played a little bit better. Snediger has been like a coarse horse here. Brennan Grace will not be playing. His father actually passed away because of COVID complications over the weekend. So he's taking a hiatus from the tour. Thoughts go out to Brennan Grace, uh, one of our favorites here on the show. Uh, you know, that's just horrible, horrible news. Leishman last year's winner is way tucked down here, but he's playing a little bit better right now. So he like said, this is a very stacked field. It has a 156 players the top 65 in ties will end up making the cut this week and let's just take a quick look at ct pan have you played at the farmers over the year pal farmers miscut 66 35th second Uh, so he's got progressively worse as almost like the rest of his career has got progressively worse as he's gone along Uh, if we just click on over to the tournament history at this course Sort by last year. Obviously, Leishman won when he like couldn't hit a fairway in the final round, yet made every putt, and the irons were really good. So Leishman, Rom, Rory Snedeker, Hoagie, Finau, Reed, Bubba, Harry Higgs, Charlie Hoffman, Max Homa, Bo Hostler, Patrick Rogers, uh, all finished inside the top 10. And there was Mav McNeely, all by his lonesome, in a solo 15th. And Keegan, Day, Champ, J.B. Holmes, Sung Kang. It's got to be Kang. So pretty good amount of names up there. Uh, you know, you, when you have Leishman, Rahm, Rory Snedeker, although Snedeker didn't have a great year, then you have Fino, Bubba, and Reed all coming through uh, near the very, very top. That, that's a very interesting, just like the good guys end up playing well at this course. Uh, not everyone, obviously, but that's a pretty stacked field. Even just looking back at the previous winners of this event, like Leishman wins last year, Rose, Day, Rom, Snedeker, Day, Stallings in Tiger Woods. You, know, you throw out Scott Stallings, that's a murderer's run. Of guys like those are all legit players, so very rarely do you see not necessarily like a long shot winner because I don't think the Leishman's odds were all that great. Rose was coming in off a miscut at the American Express, uh, despite being very highly ranked in the world, people really weren't on him all that much. Same was Day, like Day, I think was like 25 to one the year that he ended up winning. Obviously, Rom broke through for the first time here in 2017, so it's not like the absolute smash favorites that end up winning this event. But at the same time, uh, it's not like your absolute jabronis, like Patrick Rogers hasn't won here, um. Let's see, Harry Higgs, you know, a nice top 10. That's great, and I bet you those odds were probably very, very high when you think about it in retrospect, same as Hoagie, but you know, the guys who are the guys end up showing up here, and when you have an, generally an elite field like you do at this tournament over the years, you're going to get one of the big boys coming. This is a big boy course, so expect one of the elite guys to at least show up. Strokes game total over the past five years. Finau, Rom, Snediger, CH3 coming off a miscut at the American Express. And Mark Leishman are your top five. You got Keegan, Hideki, Woodland, uh, Jason Day, JB Holmes, Ryan Palmer is also up there. I've seen Palmer the last three years, second, thirteenth, twenty-first. Bad trend, mind you, You're getting worse every single year. But this is the best year. This- 12-month stretch has really been the best that Ryan Palmer has ever had in the course of his career. He's been really excellent, uh, and he's up to almost top 20 in the world ranking, so it's very noticeable to see. Adam Scott, one second-place finish uh, in the past five years, and his only start will be worth noting, too. Scott's just such a taker when it comes down to it because you see how well the ball-striking numbers look in, like, round one. You're like, oh, the putter's going to flip. Then the putter flips, and the guy can't remember how to fucking drive. It's it's infuriating uh, when all is said and done. So let's look at the Strokes gained leaderboard. From a year ago, as I mentioned, like off the tee uh, for the top five guys. And this only takes into consideration three rounds, uh, mind you, because the North course does not have strokes gained data. Uh, But Approach was up there for Leishman. He also gained eight strokes putting, which is just kind of crazy when you think about it. And I just, I remember this very vividly, just watching the event being like, how the hell is Leishman doing this? Fairways gained minus three to the field. That's when you're dealing with irons and an eight eight strokes game putting over three rounds at a certain course, you can really make up for that, but he was missing the fairway by so much last year. He was hitting it like past the hazards into where the spectators were, where everything was trampled down. So the thick ruck. Didn't really get to him. It was kind of crazy to see uh, how that actually ended up turning out. Like Rom, just continues to just. I mean, it's a it's a California course, and every time we're in California, Rom ends up playing really well. You see fairways game near the top, same as Rory, same as Snediger, Reed and Hoagie. Uh, just were average, neutral to the field when it came to fairways game. Bubba, Finau, Tiger, Hoffman, Higgs. Like finding the fairway at this course is going to be rather essential unless you can become a super putter. As it turns out, so you see Hosler and Rodgers... Both T9 and Leishman. I forget what uh, those other guys did in terms of putting, but I'm going to wager they either chipped in a lot or putted really well. Yeah, Patrick Rogers almost six strokes game putting. And Bo Hosser, just just three. That's actually not all that outrageous for him. And he lost strokes around the green. I guess his... Uh He still ended up gaining off the tee overall uh, because of distance. But realistically, you do want to find yourself in the center of the fairway here. Not necessarily the center of the fairway. Just don't get yourself buried in that thick rough. They can really come back to bite you. But again, uh, 10 of the past 15 winners of this course have finished top 30 at the end of the season of all players in terms of driving distance so driving distance is going to go a long way leishman and snediger are really the two that buck that trend overall Uh, i think leishman finished 113th last year in driving distance also he wasn't very good after he won this event last year so that's something to remember coming into it. he's played much better since the calendar flipped. and snediger I don't know how the hell he gets himself around this course so easily. It has to be the wedge play, something about him putting at this course over the years. But he's won it twice, obviously the third last year. Uh, he's just been excellent here over the years. It's kind of crazy because you would not think that this course suits him whatsoever. But just looking back, uh, I guess we can take out, we'll just go for murders. Third, 62nd, 45th, 9th, 1st, 19th, missed the cut in 2014, 2nd, 1st, 9th, 2nd. Uh, and you see some of these putting performances, 8.6 strokes gained, 4.3, 3.5, 5.2. Um, some years it doesn't go really well for him. Obviously the 2019, 2018, but just every once in a while, he pops up with this hot putter. It has not been a good go for Brant Snediger recently. Obviously he's missed one cut to start the year. I don't think he played in the American Express. All the stats will be loaded. Uh, it's going to take a little bit longer than normal as we're switching systems at Fantasy National. So I think by noon on Monday, all the stats from the American Express will be loaded. I think that. Uh, If you end up just going to, let's see here, up to the top, and going back, I asked Moose if you would leave the in-tournament stats available. So you should have access. They just won't be factored in if you're running models or anything like that until noon Eastern time-ish on Monday. But if you just go back to like the American Express field, as we'll do for a second, then click on the in-tournament stats for that event, you should be able to find all of the strokes gained data uh, that was available for the American Express. If you want to go back and look, and we'll take a look at it here, obviously the final round hasn't started as of it, or maybe it just started as I'm recording this, but going through it, that's just what I'm looking at here. If we just go overall to the past course conditions and take a look at the course breakdown, as we always like to do, uh, we can see, let's do rough length, long, uh, that's at that was at the North Course for both those average length at the South Course. You got bent split between bent and Poa uh, between the courses. Hitting fairways always going to be difficult. That that's why you see some of the guys like Bubba and Rom, not the biggest accuracy mavens on tour, but where it is harder to hit fairways at this course than most courses. You're looking at a situation where, you know, even if you club down a little bit, or even like the Bryson type of situation from the US Open last year, it's like people just aren't hitting the fairway. It's like a 42% hit fairway, right? What's the big deal if I just bomb it out as far as I can? If I'm gonna hit, if everyone's hitting the rough anyway, I might as well be 100 yards longer in the rough than everyone else to make things easier on myself. Uh, the green speed, very fast at both courses last year. It generally stays in that fast range. So uh, the faster greens tend to prop up better putters over time. There's some guys that putt really well on slower greens that can mitigate some bad putters. And you can always think of it the other way as well, where if the greens are so fast and so difficult to read that... Maybe it makes up for someone who's a bad putter because people might three-putt more than usual. So it can go two ways, but I tend to find that if you look at courses that have really exceptionally fast screens, that the better putters historically tend to do a lot better than normal, uh, at least than you'd expect at this course. We look at the breakdown. This is for Torrey Pines South, where we have all of the data from. You see the eagle rate at 18, the eagle rate at 13, and the eagle rate at 6. Not very high. Uh, The eagle rate at 6 is actually the one where they actually eagle the most, 2.2% eagle rate. The birdie rate is actually down on 18 just because there's the water in front of the green that can create a lot of problems. But as you can see, bogey rate high at 1, almost 25%, 27% at 4, 25% at 7, 25% at number 11, almost 28% at number 15. Like It is tough sledding out there. You can get things going in such a bad way at this course. In terms of showdown, let's see. I don't think they're doing split tees for this event because they switch course, but they might. Who knows? It does Look like you would want guys starting on the front. There's not a distinct advantage. Hole number one is going to be very tricky, uh, but you get that layup hole at number 15, which you can birdie. But holes eight, nine, and ten, 13, 13th, 15th, and. 12th in terms of difficulty so you have three holes that are on the easier side of the nine uh, going back to back to back and if you do do the wraparound you have 8 10 and 17 which will be available to everyone but if you try to go 17 18 uh, and 1 you know a 12 percent 12.5 percent birdie rate on number one is going to make that wraparound birdie streak a little bit more difficult at this course approach Factored way more over putting uh, in terms of the top 10 finishers. If we sort it by top five finishers, we'll see it's still over double around the green does play a bit of a factor here as well. Um, You're just going to see a lot of guys struggling to get it up and down so many shots coming out of the rough that you're going to have to rely on your short game. It's going to be very difficult for anyone. Realistically, you see that Leishman was really the only one last year. Uh, So it was him and Bo Hossler were the only guys inside the top 15 to lose strokes around the green. Uh, But you can make that up if you're Mark Leishman and you gain eight strokes putting that if you leave yourself 15 feet away, but you're making those 15 footers, doesn't really matter how bad you're around the green games. It's not like it was a disaster. He lost less than a stroke around the greens. Everyone else in the positive though. So something to take into consideration. You're looking for a very balanced player this week or to someone who gets hot and lucky or is very good on POA greens versus something else. uh, The par fives, par fours where you're going to do a lot of your scoring but you can see the par fours 450 to 500 yards five of them and i bet you if we take a look they're probably the most difficult holes on the course let's see ninth fourth third first second yep that's where you want to load up you have guys who are good from that range is probably where you want to load up this week we'll factor that into the modeling once we run our preemptive model here uh the historic cut line minus one minus five Jesus, must have been an easy year. Minus one, minus three, minus two, minus one. Uh, I would expect it to be minus one to minus three. The minus five seems like a huge outlier. That happened t- 2007 and 2019. Other than that, minus three appears to have been the lowest since the like, early aughts when it was minus four a few times. We've even seen it be even. But the north course is easy enough. You really need to go out and do that. At the south course, you can see the average tour driving accuracy, 62%, only 53% at Torrey Pine South, green regulation percentage way down, um, you know, 66% green regulation percentage for your average tour event, only 63% here, and scrambling very difficult because of the thicker rough, the torque of the greens. So again, short game, and I mean, I, I've i been over why I don't love scrambling all that much, but you're going to have to have a short game this week if you truly do want to compete. How are we doing for three putts per round? Three putt percentage uh, higher here than it is at an average tour event as well. So let's... Let's jump in to the modeling to see what we can do and try to figure it out. Do we have a Tory Pines model available? Oh, you know what I did want to do before uh, we did that? I wanted to see if there was a showdown advantage. At Torrey Pines North, uh, if you're playing the front or not, let's see, 18 is super difficult, so you would go 10 through. Uh, You'd want to be playing the front, you want to be starting on one at Torrey, because that's the showdown spot that we want to actually go to, so it makes more sense that we go to Torrey Pines North, if we're doing the showdown percentage, shorter course, uh, you see the eagle rate is, you know, there's two holes, number five and number 10 and number 17 have higher eagle rates than any hole on the south course so this is where you want to go and show down and if you do start on hole number one you get a stretch uh, the easiest holes on the course five six seven eight nine obviously that's going to be available for everyone whether you start on the back or not but you can get some runway into you know if you birdie number eight then you have nine and ten available to you uh, to try to make birdie very high birdie percentages on both those and nine ten eleven is the easiest stretch of three holes on the course and you do not have access to those if you start on the 10th tee. So So just again, whether that increases your win percentage or chances at a birdie streak by like 0.5%, it's higher than it would be if you didn't do it another way. This isn't to say don't play, you know, play bad players over good players because one's playing the front, one's playing the back. If you have to make a choice and you're really looking to target, you want to target the Torrey Pines, North Course, and guys starting at hole number one, um, if you can do that. If not, then, you know, don't do it. (laughs) Let's take a quick break because I want to let you know that support for the Pat Mayo experience is brought to you by Manscaped. Yeah, here we go. If you don't have the Manscaped razor, I don't really know what you're doing down there because first of all, I mean, it's a bit dicey if you're doing it with a straight razor to begin with and you always want to go with the lines. That's just something that people out there know. But if you're walking around, With an Arbusto Grande down there, you need to give yourself a clip, pal. Give yourself a shave with Manscaped. Plus, there's a whole bunch of other products that you can get yourself into, too, like the anti-chafing ball deodorant. Who doesn't want that? Get sweaty down there, fellas. Not so much in Toronto, where I'm at at the moment, but if you live in the South or somewhere with a very warm climate, you need to keep those balls fresh, all right? Especially after you give yourself a clip. Give yourself a nice smooth shave down there, and you'll be looking good with Manscaped and oh the ball toner refreshing ball toner you give yourself a quick down there after the clip and you should be good to go uh, that's why the manscaped trimmer the electric chair trimmer has been engineered and spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer of all time they call it the lawnmower 3.0 and look you can wear underwear a lot easier trust me on this one and i mean i don't want to get into my details of how much better my ball shaving has become since i've actually got manscaped they sent it to me i'm like i gotta try this stuff out before i go promote it all right so i give myself the quick well not that fast obviously that would probably be a recipe for disaster although it has a guard on it so i haven't had any problems with it but you should give it a try all right manscaped Let me get the code here for you. You get a free discount, too. So you go to Manscaped.com, you get 20% off and free shipping with the code Mayo at checkout. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com using code Mayo. It's not just the ball products. What else we got here? We got the plow. That's just a razor for your face. Some refined cologne. A foot duster. The crop cleanser. The crop mop. Give your balls a shave, pal. Manscaped.com. Code Mayo at checkout for 20% off plus free tra- shipping. All right, check it out. Uh, getting into the model, scrolling down, getting into the model that was Career Builder. What else do we got here? Do we got Tory Pines? Tory Pines, let's see how we're doing. Do I have any notes for this? No notes for this one. Uh, ball striking very high, around the green, weighted at 15%. Par fives, par fours. I'm going to decrease the par five percentage. Uh, and add par fours into it just overall because I already have that key distance like we talked about. And this is more for the south course because that's where we're going to be playing three of the rounds. I'm going to jack that up to five. I put fairways gained in proximity, uh, just these larger proximities. Not I have them weighted at zero. I just like to see them when they end up popping up. Um, it's not a huge scoring course, but I will keep birdies are better gained in that. And the, another reason not to put in proximity from, uh, the 175 to 200 and 200 plus is I'm waiting par fives. I'm waiting, uh, these longer par fours. I'm waiting these longer par threes. So I probably don't need them as much. And then just check in the par fours. Just load it up. See, see who it spits out this is all I'm looking for here. Maybe it's someone good. Maybe it's someone horrendous. Who knows when we get down to it? I'm going to guess who... Harris English is going to rate out really well. I think Harris English is did he lost in the playoff here. I always like Palmer at this course. I always like Woodland at this course of, like, guys that are beyond that first set of names. Getting into the rankings. Rom, Xander, Finau, English, Scheffler, Matsuyama, Sammy Burns, Ryan Palmer, Bubba Watson, Victor Hovland. Then we got... Werner, Wolf, Kepka, Rory. Oh, jumped on me. Kepka, Rory, C. Woo, Kim, Cameron Davis, Kochrack, List, The Gooch. And then Corey Connors coming in at number 20. Obviously, this isn't my favorite Corey Connors type, of course. Uh, the driving distance for him really knocks him down, 112. But he's first in fairways gain, so hopefully that can mitigate the situation a little bit. Who is best on these par fours? Siwoo. there we are, for a guy. Kono. I voted for Konos. Haven't seen his name pop up in ages. Maybe a first-round leader at the north course, if that's what we're going here with. with when was the last time fucking Jim Konos played? Uh, so Siwoo, Woo English, Finau for ten. Kelly Ortiz, Kokrak, Hal Norlander, Ricky. Ricky's going to be very interesting. I'm curious to see, to track what he does on Sunday at American Express. So I was pretty impressed. He was making some long putts on Friday at the North Core, at the uh, Stadium course, Nicholas course, to get things going. But it was nice to see him really rebound and not just pack it in. Wolf will be one I'll probably end up going back to here. Uh, people are going to be very disappointed. He took that penalty that got assessed on Friday for his Thursday round, was minus five on Friday, did not play well on the front nine at the stadium course on saturday but i believe he was four under on the back curious to see how he finishes out his week too because he kind of has the perfect skill set for this course uh he hits it a mile he can get really dialed in with his irons how did he do here last year i feel like i bet him last year and he was just kind of lurking around but couldn't really get anything going on sunday 21st yeah lost a bunch around the greens but was good on approach uh so he's someone to keep on your radar uh, i'm bet you he opens at like 40 45 to 1 coming off a bad week and it a field with A lot of really good names. Bubba, you know, we almost have to be on Bubba. Hideki as well, after leading T to Green at the Sony, has had some really nice finishes here in the past. Obviously, his par four scoring is through the roof. Who's the best par five scorer? Xander. Fucking Xander. I never know what to do with that guy. He's gonna come in. He's gonna be like 14 to 1. I'm gonna look at the number. I'm gonna be like, fuck this. I'm not gonna bet Xander at 14 to 1. And then on Sunday, it's gonna be like Xander inside the top three. And I'll be like, man, I really should have bet that guy. But Xander, Rom Finao, Burns, Wyndham Clark. Reed, English, Palmer, Schwartzel, Cam Davis, Sungjae, Keegan, Gooch, and Bubba in terms of par fives gained against the field. Driving distance, if that's just the one outlier you're looking for. Champ, who had a horrendous week at the American Express. Uh, one of my one-and-done picks. <laughs> it did not turn out great. Uh, he's first in driving distance. Brem, Burns, Rory, Haggie, who's having a nice week, but is local to American Express. Of course, he's played tons of times. List, Finau, McCumber, hardly newer. her. Johnny Vegas, Grayson Murray, Brooks Kepka, Harrington, Wyndham Clark, Wolf, Will Gordon, and Bubba Watson are your tops in driving distance. Um, let's see here. Just overall, those par threes, the 200 and 225, that's a key range this week. That's where just a lot of the par threes are going to end up coming from. Let's see here. Let's see how many of them come there at the south course. There's a reason I have it in the modeling. I'm guessing two or three of them, and they're probably two of the harder ones. Uh, there's only one at the south course, although this 194 can play a little bit longer too. Uh, just very difficult holes to begin with. I wonder at the north course, are there are there more than that? Maybe not. Oh yeah, there's f- three in that range and then one even longer. The par threes at the north course are just absolutely devastating. So that's why I put this key range in here. Warinsky Gooch, de Hrein, Gibson, Scott Stallings, former winner here, Homa, Will Zalatoris. I didn't even see Zalatoris in the field, so he'll be a fun one. He'll be everyone's favorite sleeper of the week. Varner, Mark Anderson, Gellerman, Connors, and Alanto Griffin, Kiradesh, English, Stewart, Charles. Uh, probably not like something that you're taking into massive consideration, or they're just guys who are bad there that are good players. Siwoo's not great from that range. Reed and Brooks aren't, have not been great from that range over the past 50 rounds. Let's shorten this down a little bit. Let's look at past 24 rounds, see if anyone is a little bit better. And again, you can always go to the rolling report to see how people are doing over time if you really want to. I would suggest not really factoring too much of this in until we get into a situation where the stats from the American Express are loaded in. Just gives us a bit more data to play around with. That will eventually load, maybe. My internet at the office has not been good recently, um, you know, uploading stuff at the same time. Uh, past 24 rounds, Rom, Xander, Finau, English, Palmer, Hovland, Hideki, Bubba, Burns, Bernard Third, Rory McIlroy, Brooks the Gooch, Ortiz, Christoph Ventura, Connor Zalatoris, Charlie Hoffman, who's probably going to end up WDing, Scotty Scheffler, and Louis Oosthuizen. You got Cameron Tringali and Keegan Bradley. So that's if we shrink it down a little bit. Obviously, you can add weight stuff more, add in different stats of what you want. This is just what I'm running from last year. I'll probably tweak this as the week goes along as well. The only thing else I wanted to look at, let's just go back to Overall strokes gained. I think sometimes it's good to look at who puts well on POA uh, on these fast greens. Obviously, not all POA greens are created equally. However, let's take a look at what's going on here. So, sort by POA greens. Past twenty four rounds. Who's the best? Let's see here: Louis Brant McNeely, Stewart Wyndham Clark, Patrick Rogers, John Rom, Patrick Reed. Oh hi, Denny McCarthy, Hubba Hubbard. Maybe he'll use his brand new putting stance to continue to dominate Poa greens. Rory tpj Kevin Sreelman, Seifert. You can you make a run here, Seifert? That would be great. List Luke List. Good God, really. That is shocking. Maybe List is someone to look into for next week. He's had an excellent ball striking week this week. Rocket Mortgage Travelers Genesis Farmers Safeway Rocket Mortgage U.S. Open PGA hasn't been good recently, uh, but if you go back to twenty four rounds, that's where it really kind of comes in. At the PGA Championship, the year that he finished inside the top ten, I believe that was at Sh- was it Shinnecock Hills or Bethpage? yeah one of the two. Uh, they both had Poa. Uh, I forget what. No, that was at. Beth Page. Was Beth Page? Fuck. My mind is going on me. I uh, putted really well at Farmers last year, actually. I uh, gained in all three of the rounds. So maybe List is some Luke List week. Let's have it. Have at it. Back on Luke List. Konos. When was the last time he played? Oh, n- nice string of missed cuts here. And this is even at the Corn Ferry stops, the Orange County, the Savannah Championship. So let's cross off old Jim Konos. Uh, Get rid of that. So interesting to see. Um, Obviously not everyone has a complete complement of rounds. Like Ventura is 20th, and that's only with 12 rounds. If we just look at rounds gained uh, percentage, this is something that a lot of people don't really use all that much when we look at the rounds gained Snediger, Seifert, Louis, Wyndham, Clark. Campos pops up, has gained in 75% of rounds over the past 24. That's only in four rounds, though. So he's gained strokes putting on poa Greens in three of four rounds putted on poa Greens. Poston, English, Badly. Streelman, uh-huh. Chris Baker, Rory, List, Hadwin, Leishman. All right. That's just worth taking a look at. Let's glance back very briefly at the American Express stats for the week before i get into my lineup and how poorly well it's not doing poorly poorly but it could be doing a lot better to put it that way it's, it's currently as i last time i checked was not winning any of the mondays this week load in the american express field and then we'll take a look at the in-tournament stats to see how everything is going on here <laughs> Uh, And we'll actually switch to get—actually, no, we'll take a look at the entire field, because that's what we want to look at. Uh, Only rounds from the stadium course, the Pete Dye design course, have shot tracker. So who has been the best in ball striking? Oh, it's actually List has been the best ball striker, at least at the stadium course, this week. Couldn't putt. That's no big shocker. Rob Oppenheim used him in showdown. Uh, The Gim Reaper. Nice rebound week for him. Glad I didn't jump off the Gim Reaper unless he completely tanks, and then I'm going to feel stupid. Woodland can't drain a putt to save his life. Who else here? Grayson Murray uh, had a really nice round at the stadium course, then blew up at the Nicholas course, which you don't see all that often. Steele having another decent week with the Irons coming off last week. Can't sink a putt. CT Pan not putting all that well. Molinari gaining a ton on approach, which is really encouraging to see. Um, and the putting is just about neutral for the week. It's funny, with Sam Burns, when you look at his stats, he he absolutely piled up. Uh, just some fantastic numbers at the stadium course. Took himself out of the Nicholas course on day one, missing the cut. But he is someone that I wouldn't feel bad going back to next week, especially after the six under Friday. Uh, nice to see him kind of get that out of the way. Paul Casey chipped in once or twice, but the driving and the irons have been really good so far this week. I didn't see if he was in the field or not next week. Maybe he's not, but it's very encouraging to see in his first start that he just comes out firing right away. Who of the miscut cut guys Let's see here. Aaron Wise, uh, forced minus 4.1 strokes game putting. Batia um, just had a really good irons week, nothing else. No one else really sticks out. Ryan Moore, Chris Baker couldn't make a putt. Pat Perez was good with the irons, but now with the driver. Trainer, I mean, that's pretty typical for trainers. So nothing really a doing there. Who's having an excellent putting week? Homa is having a great putting week. M, Herman, Gooch, although they're having decent uh, approach weeks as well and good driving weeks. So when you look at the overall ball striking, you can't take that away. Oppenheim, Siwoo, Casey, Alist, and Gim are your leaders, T to Green. Finao is just behind that. Warinski is right there as well. So you can kind of parse out what you want. Obviously, we're gonna have to look at the Sunday numbers too to see who really comes up. The funniest was yesterday. If you just look at round three for Grio, he lost strokes. He lost strokes on approach and gained strokes with his putter, which is not something that you normally see from old Emiliano Grio. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? I know with me, as I've talked about before, the winter, the cold, the darkness, it just gets me down. Uh, I need to find ways to get around that. Maybe talking it through is something that I need to go do, and BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours, and this is not a crisis line, it's not self help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available which may not be locally available in many areas. And the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely, thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule a weekly video or phone session so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more than affordable, than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. This one about Anthony Penn. After counseling with Anthony Penn for two weeks... On issues concerning depression, stress, anxiety, relationship issues, family concerns, trauma, and abuse, grief, self-esteem. He does a great job listening and giving me counsel. That's one of the reviews from Anthony Penn. At BetterHelp. Visit betterhelpcom mayo, that's better H E L P, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. There's a special offer for Pat Mayo experienced listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com/slash mayo my DraftKings lineup for the week. I'm going to play in the $200, uh, one of the $200 contests every single week on DraftKings now and then try to review my lineup as it goes along so you can see the process that I went through in order to get to that spot as it all came to fruition. And frankly, if I start losing too much money, then uh, I might stop playing in the $200 contest. But I had a nice cash last week. I had a nice UFC cash on the weekend Uh, thanks to the, like, captain spot one, and, you know, everyone had McGregor, so just having McGregor didn't really sink you. It was avoiding all the other favorites that worked out well, so uh, hopefully this can work out well. I'm doing much better in the $100 single entry than I am in the $200 right now, but let's bring that up and switch on over to what is happening here. As you can see, my lineup for the week, we got... Scotty Scheffler, who missed the cut, Abraham Answer, Paul Casey, Adam Long, John Uh, and Vaughn Taylor. Didn't love this lineup when I put it in. Uh in the hundred dollar one, I actually had the guts to play Molinari and Woodland. Uh, and along with Fina. I really wish I would have not been such a coward and done that in this. Uh, in The overall construction of the 20 teams that I played this week, I had 75% Scheffler, 75% Answer, and 75% John Huh. I felt really good about John Huh coming into the week and how this set up. I talked myself into him the more and more the week went along. I liked his price point, $7,200. Uh, Scheffler, he missed the cut on the number. He gets through. I think uh, in this, this is a the $200 40K driver 222 entries i at the higher stakes i like to play the smaller contest to give myself an advantage i thought i was cooked in this contest when it came down to it uh only having a five of six but i think that out of the 222 entries there was only 11 players uh who ended up with the six of six yeah one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven, eight. Yeah. So eight. Uh, and that I think it was 11 before Charlie Hoffman ended up withdrawing from the competition. Uh, and then that shrunk it down a little bit more. So I'm still live to cash in this. I'm not currently cashing. As you can see, I'm in 70th right now. Um, and let's see, who do I have more players in? So I have one guy on the course right now. Not quite sure who that is. Uh, let's see. Oh, Abraham answers even through one hole. Thanks thanks Abe for the 73 in round 3. Hopefully you can go fire some scores today. If these guys all go, go out and have a pretty good day, uh, the problem is my win equity in this lineup is very low. Casey is my best right now at T13, so I'm probably I need someone like Crappy to end up winning. Molinari winning would be the best case scenario. Molinari or Seifert, uh if one of those two guys could win, I'm going to have a really nice week when it comes to betting and even draftkings cuz very few People own those players, so it knocks the Finau. And there's three guys currently tied for the lead, so all three of those guys are getting um, win bonuses right now. So each of those guys is going to lose 20, and if you have two of those guys in your lineup even above me. So um, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Sixteen, seventeen. 18, 19, 20, 21. So there's a lot of guys above me that either have a four of six or a three of six who are currently ahead of me. The cash line, I think it's top 43 in this one. So 163 at the moment. I'm at 152. So I'm only down by 11 points from the cash. And I have an extra player on a lot of these guys. So uh, I think that getting into the cash should be, you know, presumably something that I can achieve in this situation. Hopefully, if my guys don't go out and have a like my guys could not have played worse yesterday, really. Uh, Von Taylor shot a 74, Long shot a 76, Casey was okay, 73, and then a 70 from John. Huh. So a very, very poor performance uh, based on it. So how did I end up on these guys, I guess, is the question that people want to know. Uh, Scheffler, Answer, and Huh were going to be my core for the majority of the week. Uh, those were guys that I was really in on, uh, and that's how I decided to go with it. And that $100 also has Scheffler. If I had just played Answer over Scheffler, I'd have a 6-6 in that as well, both Tony Finau along for the ride with Molinari and Woodland. I felt good about Casey versus the other options in the 9K. I originally constructed this lineup. It had Scheffler, Answer, and Nah in it, uh, but I didn't like the top of the $7,000 range. I really should have, because the two guys that I used from that range were Woodland and Cam Davis, who I'd be much better off having at this moment, and I just didn't love what I had with the rest of it. Uh, I felt better with Adam Long, who had the good course history. I like his skill set for this course. Obviously, it didn't work out very well yesterday, but he ended up making the cut, so hopefully we can rebound with a nice one and I felt that if I could get long was 86 I think Casey or long was 85 Casey was 87 answer was 91 Sheffler was 95 these are the this is the type of build that uh, drew me a lot of success last week in the hundred dollar and I think it depends on the slate that it comes down to the build you would want to do I think ideally like if you can pay up for a $10,000 guy drop long that 85 or that 87 down into the upper sevens you can see I didn't touch the lower eights upper sevens at all I wanted to get four guys that I felt really good about uh into my lineups you know That's just because you feel good about someone doesn't mean they're going to be good and frankly von taylor was just a pure fantasy national play i probably should have went with Seifert. i just didn't have the conviction on that i should have went with molinari who i bet played another lineups, but i thought you know 200 dollars. i want to have like a proto cash game lineup here who do i like from down in that range and it's funny that i ended up on taylor who i didn't bet i didn't play a top 20 on and he ended up in my, like, what I really, I really needed a six of six in this lineup. Like, this was a hand-built lineup. I generated the other 14 or other 19 on fantasynational.com, but it just kept spitting him out. Like, he was top 10 in the modeling. Gim was also top 10 in the modeling. I was like, after the way he fucked me so hard last week, I'm not going back to him. Should have went back to Doug Gim in the spot, because I believe I had the cash to go do that. Uh, And Norlander was another one. I just lost conviction on him as the week kept going along uh herman was the only other one i really considered for the spot glad i got off of him because he ended up missing the cut so von taylor at 68 was the way i want to do it i think this is not necessarily the prototype i want to use every week for this construction lineup because there are weeks where i'll want to go into the upper or go into the ten thousand dollar range i just thought that answer and floor were good values uh, for this price and that's all i really wanted to do in this lineup give me some guys who i felt like had a good floor and were relative values to their price that's like with huh uh, he was just off in the odds market i just liked the the way that he had been playing. In the odds market, he was like 65, 70 to one in some spots, yet he was down at $7,200 on DraftKings. So that's how I ended up on this lineup. It's not a great lineup. Uh, It has a chance to get me, you know, if I can get into the bottom end of the money. I think with the payout structure, I think it's like 300 or 350, maybe 400 for a min cash. But realistically, if I'm at uh, 141 right now, to get up into let's say the top 30. Um, it's it's a tough ass to say but that's up to 450 bucks. So where's double my money at? Uh, so double my money would take getting to I guess it's double your money wherever you go in this circumstance. So I'm only 11 my 11 points away from it. What did I say it was? 141. And what's the cash line? So I'm 21 21 points or 21 points away or 20 and a half points away from the cash line right now where I double up my money. And um, Like I said, I have an extra player over a lot of these people. So if Paul Casey wants to put in a little bit of a charge, that uh, that could end up being pretty nice for me when it comes down to it. But uh, I hope that was a bit of my process. Maybe I'll start recording those on like Thursday and adding them into this show so I can have that all fresh in my mind of what I was thinking at the time. Overall, when I was building these lineups, not a good lineup for this week, but I could get bailed out with a five of six. And a that's the reason that you play the, two, the 222 person one instead of the 555 one. Like I think in the 555, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'm assuming it would not have turned out I probably wouldn't have a chance to cash in that tournament like I do right now because the margin of error that you give yourself in these smaller tournaments is just much higher uh, than the more people you add, the more perfect you have to be. Not to say that you need to be perfect in a 555 person one, but you need to be a whole lot less perfect in a 222. So that's the way that I tried to construct my lineup this week. Uh, you can play along with me. I'll try to keep a running tally of how I do in this tournament right now. It's at zeros. I'm invested 200. We'll see if I can be up 200 bucks or just down 200 bucks going Going into next week, I'll probably have to put a cap on how much I'm willing to lose in this tournament for the uh, prospects of the show. So, if you can like and uh, leave all those reviews like I talked about, hopefully that can bring us some advertisers so I can afford to play in this tournament if I'm doing all that poorly. But either way, thank you all for tuning in. That was the first look. I will be back on Monday and Tuesday, and I'm going to be doing the live chat on Wednesday for the first time this year. We're in a football break. So we got to get the live chat back going. So I look forward to talking to everyone then. Good luck on the Sunday if you're watching this. I hope you had a lot of success this week, fantasynational.com/slash mayo, to get yourself a discount if you want to get a head start on the proceedings this week. Thank you all for watching. I'll see you next time.
2: Experience. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium?